Stay with these guys now. Push them up. Keep them going. The Pete Carroll Show. The first word from the Seahawks head coach every Monday at 930 with Brock and Saul. That's exactly what you want. Presented by the Emerald Queen Casino Sportsbook and Top Fitness. Coach. That was a little better, huh? Good morning. Yeah, <laughs> that was way better. That was way better, man. What a what a uh, big day for us. We had a freaking blast. Man. How much better was it? It's way, 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 way better. Um, you just needed a birthday. Just, I mean, that was forget, all, all you just needed. Just forget what happened uh, the, other, the other time. We, but we had this chance with so many elements to this thing that, that made this a, a special opportunity. Um, because of all the buildup and because of their their success and their hype and their and and their win, uh, you know the big win on the road and all that kind of stuff, er, er, all of those things. And and uh, you know we're at the other end of the spectrum of it going into this thing with everything to gain, and um, and our guys totally responded. I mean the effort throughout the day, all phases. The um, the belief that we we're going to win the game throughout all phases, no matter what, because there was this game kept going back and forth, and they were, they responded really well a number of times in the game. It could have you know we could have lost our edge or discouraged or whatever. That didn't even that didn't even enter anybody's mind. And so the fact that we were able to finish the game and then we then we hold them to kick the field goal so that we can get the ball and, and Drew wins the freaking toss, huge, you know, huge, and then. Gino just takes us right down the field, and the guys come through in magnificent fashion. So it was, there was a tremendous amount to take from that game for us, and, and uh, I think we saw ourselves in, in very clearly, and that's, that was really, really important for us. I am trying to remember where over the, all these years where you can clearly see how a Wednesday led to a Sunday victory. And I know, and I've heard it a ton from coaches, and it, it's Sundays in the NFL, it's it's Saturdays in college football, but yeah, we see the game, but you don't see the Wednesday or the Thursday or the Friday, and we don't often hear about it, and the media is not allowed to watch it. But in this case, it sure seems like Bobby's talk on Wednesday, which was publicized, which they did talk about in the game, which you talked about after the game, sure feels like in some ways, even with all the swings yesterday, this one was one on Wednesday. Is that a fair assessment? I don't know if it was one on Wednesday, but I, I do know that, that that what I want Bobby to, to receive that that credit, not because he needs that, but just because it was the moment of truth that was spoken and they heard it, you know, and and, and they responded. I, I can't tell you guys, it was an immediate response. As soon as he broke broke that huddle and we went into stretch lines, the place lit up just like it always does. And we had not, Bobby and I talked about it. We, we hadn't felt that like that was going to happen until that moment. And so um, that's that just started us back. I, I, let's, let's say this. We have been pretty good over the years of coming back mm-hmm. and bouncing back. And we have a real format and we have a mentality and, a, and teachings and all that stuff that I would like to think helps us return to focus regardless of what just happened and and that was one of those examples and opportunities again that we're going to need <laughs> you know we're going to we're going to need it again there's a there's a whole way of approaching it and and Bobby could feel that they didn't they didn't understand that yet they hadn't g- gained you know hadn't had enough happen to this young team and and so he he snapped their neck around you know and and uh, with what he said and and it was awesome to watch and and it carried all the way through the whole game what's Salk, it's basically what Salk, it's basically what you felt with KJ on Wednesday yeah that intensity? Yes. Well, when KJ, all of a sudden, like nice guy KJ, he started getting those eyes. I was like, oh, man, that's a different version of KJ. I realized that I was 
playing. Sitting was next he to bouncing him. back with us? Was he showing you how, how we KJ, should No, he was upset about something another coach in oh. the league had said, and okay. he was defending someone. But anyway, how, what is the key? You, you mentioned uh, that you've been pretty good about coming back and that you've got a, a system almost in place for how to come back after a loss. What's the key to that? Well, it, it's all, I think, I, I, what I'm trying to, to promote is that it's the whole buildup of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, and dealing with the success or the failure of the weekend and then putting it in a place where it's not going to affect what happens next. And there's a discipline and there's a skill to that that, that you, I, I teach it and, and I, we can learn it. And it just helps us, you know, take the next step, and, which is what's no, so necessary. Take the next step with the focus that it's called on. And it has nothing to do with the opponent or the one or the loss or what happened the week before. It has to do with returning to the essence of what makes this game work, and that's the fundamentals and the basics and the attitude and approach. And, and so, you know, we've been teaching it for a long time, and, and uh, it's I love – I loved this opportunity because it was going to challenge it so much. You know, I mean, this was the max. They couldn't have been higher. It couldn't have been harder. It couldn't have been louder. It couldn't have been any of that. They were healthy. They were everything. They, they, they had what they needed. And, uh, and I was, in one regard, hoping that it would be hard on them because there was so much hype. I couldn't do anything about that. But what I could do is, is get our guys ready to understand how to, how to do our thing right. And so, um, and, you know, that's, that's why we're so fortunate to have Bobby and he, he and Tyler and the guys that, that – and Gino and the guys that send the message, they're all, they know. They've been there before and they understand and they were great about it. What makes Gino, from your perspective, such a tremendous thrower? God, he's, he's so pretty. He, he had a great game. And he, 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 he performed so well after the coming out of the first game. I mean, he came right back to exactly what we've been talking about. I've been telling you, the whole offseason, he's looked phenomenal. And he's been in charge and he's been in, in, in a physical connection with his, with his body to throw and catch and to move and run and all that stuff. And uh, he, just did, he just did what he's been doing. And the first week he didn't come out like that. And the, whatever. I don't care about that anymore. But you got to see who we got on, on our team. And he played a fantastic game. Think about all the stuff that went back and forth and all that. And then and now just before OT he gets sacked for you know, a crazy 17-yard sack or whatever it was. And he comes right back. Bang, 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 bang. We're down the field nine plays and win the game. Yeah, his ability to bounce back from adversity was pretty impressive, um, some of which, yeah, he created for himself. I can't believe how ridiculous it was that he would take an intentional grounding penalty like that. Did he not know what was going on? Yeah, yeah, we're still working on that one, fellas. What that, was that? The, you know, the rule reads, the first line of the rule in the rule book says that the quarterback must be under duress. I mean, end yeah. of story, you know. Okay, so I brought out my best Leo DeRocher on the sidelines. <laughs> so shouldn't the word intentional be somewhere into that penalty as well i yeah. mean it's an intentional grounding penalty right um, doesn't yes, have to be yes, some but, level but, of intent but when you really think about that that's really hard for these guys to to judge that right how do they how do they know that would they judge because the coach's reaction on the sidelines that he blew the route mm. you know or he blew the throw you know they, they would have to would, gauge that some that's and, not something the eye in the sky the ref can help or like sort of that the voices that really able curious to hear. about that i'm really curious mm-hmm. about the help and i asked about did, did we get help from upstairs because there was a delay there and and then they make the call and all that. i was just curious about what what the interaction was because once Whoever the eye in the sky is, whatever that mystical whatever place, you know, up in the clouds or something, looks down and sees, sees wait a minute, okay, you, you're working through this, this call. There's nobody near the quarterback. It was obvious. Mm-hmm. It couldn't have been more obvious. So I don't know, don't know how that happened like that. I don't know how they missed it so bad. But what did he do after that? 
I mean, Gino comes oh, down no, no, second no. and 20, and bang, scramble, bang, scramble. That gets called back, and then he hits Tyler on the third uh, and 10, whatever it was. It was just one after another after another after another that, that really demonstrated what a great performance that really was. Right, well, you that's ever, a good, yeah, go ahead, Brock. You ever uh, strap on that catapult? They ever put that on you, Pete, to measure your mileage, to measure your acceleration, <laughs> to measure yeah. your heart rate and output? Would no, you ever let calm. him do that? I was calm. What are you talking about? In that moment? I thought Gino was going to give you the same thing he gave to him last year. <laughs> no, I was bad. I got this coach. We're there, was time, there was time. There was time. I was buying time for them to take a look at it because it was so obviously off. You know, I didn't. I don't know. All right. Let's play you some Raves. You know, this is as good. Yeah, let's hear as, Raves. As, this is the one you need. This is the walk-off winner. Here was Raves. And with a little help from Wyman, this was uh, how it all ended yesterday. Gino from the shotgun with Walker beside him. Three wide receivers in the game. Gino. Is looking, looking. Now he throws far side. It's locking. Does he reach the ball across? He does. Yeah. It's over, yes. baby. Touchdown, Seahawks. Tyler Lockett on a little pass out into the right side flat. Reaches the ball across the pylon. He scores. They're going to check to be sure. But all you got to do is get the ball across the top of the pylon. And he touches it. And that is good for a first down. Knee out of bounds. Tyler Lockett, my hero. Game over. Seahawks win 37 to 31. All right, so there's a lot going on there in that call. Yeah. His hero, Tyler Lockett. Why isn't he more people's hero? I don't know. He's mine. How is he possibly still as underrated as he is? I don't know. What a phenomenal game he had. Golly, the other touchdown pass is a great catch. But and he he makes it work so that he stays in bounds as well. Uh, the first down out route that he, uh, that he that he makes, you know, on, on a great little wiggle that he's been working on, and and uh, he just continues to do great stuff. He's a phenomenal competitor. Can I can I follow up on that? When you say a great little wiggle that he's been working on, is that to say? that a wide receiver like Tyler will work on something in particular for that move on that route oh, sure. and then bring it out in that moment what, on a third and ten. What Tyler matters. is famous for in our world is him executing things exactly like he practices it. He he, he masters what he's doing, how it fits for the, the uh, whatever the concept is. But he, it, it looks exactly like it's supposed to in the game. Usually there's a deterioration. You know, the guys don't quite get all the distance, or they don't quite get their feet exactly the way they want it. They turn a little earlier. He is not that guy. He will max out every detail of, of the concept that he's trying to execute, regardless of the situation, how deep into the game or how, you know, how crucial it is. He's phenomenal. That's why, that's why I have so much respect for him, because he can do it exactly like he prepares it, and he did, he did it again. You want to hear a fun number, Pete? I've rattled a few different times this morning. Through two games, the Seattle Seahawks are third in the NFL, allowing 2.9 yards per rush. There you go. That's there the Rams. That's McVay. That's his run system. That's Gibbs and Montgomery, two absolute horses behind one of the better esteemed offensive lines in the league. What are the guys doing, from your perspective, to be third best in all the NFL, 2.9 yards per rush allowed? You have to give uh, Clint a lot of credit here. He has set his sights on making this happen, and uh, and with the emphasis and, and structure of what we're doing, the call, it's, it's the subtlety of the calls, but it's the discipline that it takes. This is such a hard thing to do 
without discipline. You, they have to be so strict. It's not just hard, you know, tough guys throwing guys on the, uh, you know, to the side and making tackles. It's everybody fitting together, and that's an orchestration that he's responsible for. Now, uh, you've got some terrific guys now. It starts with uh, Jay Reed right in the middle. You know, it starts with him. He's he's a tremendous technique, uh, tactical player, and and so he starts the whole. It, it it works out from the, from him, and then Bobby and, and Jay Brooks and the guys doing their thing, on on on. Uh, Chenna, uh, so disciplined on the edge and so aggressive. It's all of that 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 makes it happen. And then it comes down to the DBs cleaning it up. So uh, it's it's a full commitment that we had lost a little bit of uh, emphasis in in the last couple of years, and and we're back to it. And so. This is something we we should be able to continue uh, because we're not changing what we're doing. We're going to keep working it. It'll it'll pay off for us in the long run. What kind of game does Devin Witherspoon have? Spoon did good. He did, he did really well. Uh, he you know he got whipped on the freaking flea flicker thing. You know it's too bad. And he you know wished the safety could have helped him, but he got smoked on it. And, and uh, <laughs> but he he was really close on a, on a number of other routes. I thought that the pi that he got was there was the happening that the receiver broke down right. He settled and the receiver broke down right into him, and he just kind of caught it, and that was it. You know, he he caught that the guy ran into him, and and that they called the penalty. Said he bear hugged him, you know, and uh, so um, I I thought that was a really good play, and so we lose one there. But uh, he had a good win on on the fourth down play, and and he was he had a terrific tackle early in the game. It was an excellent play of, of of a really good guy not letting a really good ball player get away from him. And I I was, I was really impressed with that, and I thought that stood out that he came through and made that tackle for like a one or two yard gain. He brings some of that energy that you've talked about, and I, I want to follow up here with some of these injury updates, and we'll ask about Jamal and about Reek, et cetera. But you know, one of the things we'd heard constantly about about Witherspoon is how he brings some of that extra energy and edge. Did you guys feel that? Uh, yeah, he fit right in. Um, I don't. Nothing really jumped out in particular, but I know who he is now. We've been around him enough, and he does. He has something to add. Uh, he's a feisty, ferocious football player, and that's why he is what he is, and that's why he's, he's so special to us. He'll have more moments that we'll see, but. Um, uh, he, he was really comfortable with it. I asked him in the game, you know, in the probably end of the first quarter, how you doing? You know, and, you know, see any big smile, you know, it's easy, you know, is what he said. And, and uh, um, he felt very comfortable, you know, in his first outing. Right, wrong, and different. Oh, yeah, go ahead, before Brian. the injuries, I just yeah. want one last one because I think this is important for a lot of fans. I apologize. I like interrupting you, though. Um, right, wrong, and different, Pete, he's going to be compared and contrasted with Jalen Carter. The kid at number five that ended up going to Philly, not at six or at seven or at eight, but further down the line. But outside the building, there's going to be noise or comparisons to why, why a corner there versus, versus not. You were so steadfast that night. I remember you so vividly in, in the room next to us here where you were just like, hey, man, I saw Troy Polamalu. I know the difference that an elite, instinctive defensive back can make. I don't think people always understand that. Your background is defensive backs. Can you just speak to the impact that an elite difference-making DB in this league can make? Well, they'll they'll add up. There'll be so many moments that will add up that we'll see him come through on. There's a really simple one. You know, when it's it's a uh, there's one second left to go in the half, and we make a call, and and spoon knows what's going on and he backs off and bails out to catch the deep ball not let him throw the deep ball on him and and on the other side Trey Brown pressed it and put himself in a one-on-one and, and sure enough that ball went right up there and it took a great play by Trey Brown to defend that play but 
that, I know that doesn't seem like much, but he knew exactly the situation. You should never be pressing in a situation like that. One that you should be off and make it easy on yourself. And, and, uh, that's one. The tackle that he made, that one simple little tackle, The when he, when he gets his feet tangled up, he's all over the fourth down run. He has another play that he makes. Uh, the, the, the P.I. was not a bad play by him. That was an excellent play. And they'll just add up, and he'll just make the right choice at the right time. He'll, he'll sense what's happening, and he'll take the opportunity to jump stuff because he'll, it won't be a guessing. He'll, he'll know. And uh, it's, it's that level of awareness that separates guys and, and gives them a chance to be great players and, and hopefully you know he, he'll have plenty of shots and he'll show us let's run through just a couple of these uh what do we know about Tariq Woolen this morning um I don't have any update on, on him other than it's not bad they, the first thing is it's not it's not a bad injury um they got to figure out how uncomfortable he is they they call it the SC I think it's SC joint yeah sorry I SC joint? I don't know if that's right. Is that from USC? Is that the AC joint? I I would have called it the Trojan joint. (laughs) All right, so there's some joint near his clavicle is what I'm I'm getting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, What about uh, Charles Cross? What's an expectation for this? I don't have anything updated on that. It's just day-to-day. He's just got to get rid of the soreness and a little bit of swelling that you have in your big toe. It's 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 bothersome. It's a, this a hard injury, and uh, for a big man too. So we'll have to see how he does day to day. Do we have a shot to see Jamal this week? Uh, Jamal's going to be going full speed this week. Uh, this will be this is the week that we've been counting on to really cut him loose. And so whether or not uh, he plays or not, it, it could be another week uh, from now, and and we'll see how he goes. But this is it's it's exciting to see him. He had a great week last week. Uh, this will be even better, and uh, we'll be prepping for maybe that next week. And DK came through okay? Uh, he's sore. I, I haven't talked to him this morning, but I bet he had a hard time sleeping. He took a real shot and uh, uh, literally got back in that game just totally on guts. And, and I, you know, I, I was really proud of him and the way he performed in this game. He took a lot of heat last week, you know, from you know, the way things went and all. And he had to make a real conscious effort to make sure that he was focused and, and everything was all right in front of him. And he did a phenomenal job. And he was calm and poised. He was a freaking warrior in the, in the moment. And I, that's where I see him at his best. And I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping that that's, that's going to be a continued uh, step that he takes and shows how he can elevate and, and really play a great football game. It's a great case. The one on the goal line when he gets it smacked, that's a terrific play. I don't know how that wasn't a touchdown. I just wish they'd have given it to him for you know the hit he took and all. But... Uh, uh, but coming back on the was it the, was it the third down win we got uh, in, in the last drive? Yeah. The f- beautiful play, you know, and catch and route. The route was run again. If you look at the details of that route, that's what we're talking about. Like what Tyler always exemplifies. So yeah, he he, he did a great job. Pete, it felt like your two big tackles. You know, if last week against oh, the Rams, oh man, let's talk about those guys. Yeah, it felt like <laughs> if the Rams. You talked about some of the pass rush challenges because too often it was down the middle of guys. It felt like to me Stone and Curhan just stoned them down the middle. Like he did, they just put their big old freaking frames right in front of those guys and would not give them leverage. Yeah, they. What a game those guys had! I was so proud of them and so fired up. But there's a lot of heat, you know, and expectations and all that. It was somewhere late in the week, Thursday, Friday, or something like that. I had the thought that these guys have been playing in games and they've done fine. Jake, Jake's on the film. You know, as we're watching the cutups from last year, and, and they're gonna be fine. You know, and and holding a positive thought no surprise uh, but 
to see them come through like that and 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 to be so solid against a premier player, you know, Hutchinson. He had a great season last year, and, and all the expectations that he could do whatever he would have a have a wild day at, at us, and it just didn't happen. And uh, really fired up for those guys. I, I couldn't wait to hug those two guys up in the locker room and and just jump all over them because of what they had come through with. Did you do anything special? Ahead of time for them? I mean, was there anything built in to get them ready differently? No. No. Other than to make them know that we believe in them. And then uh, Shane did a great job with with the protections and the multiplicity of things that, that they had to rush against. The, the, you know, the, just a, a great array of things that, that, that we showed them kept them, you know, at bay. And so uh, it get, gave Gino a chance. We said early in the game, hey, we're, we're protecting these guys, you know, and we're, we're holding up fine right in the middle of the first quarter, you could tell, and hoping that it would sustain. Uh, but Gino had a great day in the pocket now. He was all over it. You mentioned the locker room. I wanted to play you cut 13 here uh, more if you could. I was curious if you were a big part of this celebration afterwards. Mm-hmm. Are you are you leading this chant at this point or is this no. Pete? That's not you in the in the blue ski mask leading the chant. No, that wasn't me. Okay, fellas, sure. having fun. Is that a pretty standard affair after uh, after a game? Whatever, you know, it's it's a it's a it's a total freelance <laughs> shot. You know, whatever comes up and. Uh, <laughs> Pelor has to make sure and keep his his shorts on and stuff like that. He runs around in a jock at times like that, and right. so you, you know. Anyway, it's a those are the great moments in in in, in the game. It's the great yeah. moments that you share and you yes. spread around the joy and the fun and all that. And this meeting we'll have today at noontime will be a blast, you know, with the fellas. And uh, it's 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 the the kind of the the depth and the connection and the real experience that 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 comes out there. So, so I hear you say all that and I and I hear you talk about this week and and how different it was. How bad was last week? Cuz it 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 I I don't know, it feels like maybe you're talking about this a little differently than some other losses in the past. It it sounds like maybe the, I, the difference I, I, yeah. between the two was even more extreme. Yeah, I I I don't mind saying that now. That it, it was it was it was that was distinctly different than I had anticipated. And uh um what I anticipate is what, is what happened yesterday from these guys, and and uh, I I just didn't I, I went too far last week. I'll just say it. I went too far last week in in living it up at the end of at the very end of the week, and it just it just changed. It was so we were so freaking crazed going into the opener, and and had so much fun with the buildup of it. I just feel like I went too far, hmm. and and it just did, we didn't capture the essence of playing great football, and it showed in the second half, you know, and uh, so yeah, I was really pissed at myself <laughs> the whole week, and and uh, I thought that I could have done way better. So you know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, and and uh, and all, by the, at the other end of the spectrum, I'm thrilled about what we just did. It was a major accomplishment for this football team to know who they are, and uh, that's enormously powerful. Coach. Thank you. Okay. Congratulations. Nice to see you. No more raves. I'd love to hear a couple more raves. That was freaking all time. Pro- next week, I promise, we will have That more. might have been one of my that favorites That was a ever. good one. Yeah. I kind of like Wyman on the background of it, too, though. That's a big yes. <laughs> yes. Terrific. Thank yeah. you, Coach. We appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. Brock, until then, the hay. Oh, it's in the barn barn. See you, everybody.